Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Rage Quit, the video game discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, in order to have the best episodes, we need the best video game experts out there, so it's my honor to welcome the host of the Kirby on Sports podcast, Mr. Josh Kirby. Josh, thank you so much for coming on. It's time for both of us to go deep into the video game category of our life. He, yes, um, Alex, thank you for having me. I mean, yeah, sports, it seems like it's a topic we discuss a lot, but just this is something completely different, and you introduced me to this, and I was once a very heavy gamer, not so much anymore due to my schedule and trying to boost my podcast to the very top. But yes, um, back in the day, I will point out in my video game life, I there have been some times I um, uh, had some saucy moves in Madden beating the Dallas Cowboys all the time. Just like I had my beating up the Washington uh, Commanders now, but at the time, uh, well, you know... <laughs> I don't want to start any controversy, so I'm not going to say the name. It's already caused enough problems. But, yeah, you know, just like you, I was the gar- I was never the kid that liked playing outside. I wanted to be inside playing video games, and the N64 was my first console. To this day, it's my favorite. I, it, I'm going to do whatever it takes to go to because they have a lot of stores, old-school video game stores with plenty of consoles, so it's really not that hard to find. So, But, you know, with my busy schedule building my shows, it's, uh, it's tough, and it, co- it costs a lot of money. I mean, gaming costs money, so... But, you know, I started a new concept with this show, and, you know, and I, I released the first episode of that particular concept. I started, too, I did, I did a, I'm doing a Mount Rushmore thingy, and I'm doing, like, game versus game, and I did one of The Legend of Zelda, Arcana of Time versus Majora's Mask. But tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we continue that, but we are going to go Banjo-Kazooie versus Banjo-Tooie. And, Josh, I'm going to confess to everybody that despite me being the bear man, I've only played Banjo-Kazooie, I never played the other one, but... Since you played both, you know, I can't wait to learn from you from this one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I saw I, you shaking your head. Yeah, I know. You're disappointed. I mean, it, 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 they're both fun games, and it just started off playing N64 on my um, old TV with the uh, three red, yellow, and white ports for video games. And um, next thing you know, it's like it, crazy because it's... Um, it ends up getting remastered. I th- I think the term's remastered, if I remember correctly, and it's just um, playing on my Xbox now. So a childhood game I used to play on the N64 with my brother gets remastered um, to Xbox, and it's like, wow, like just a blast from the past. And this was a game I spent hours and hours and hours, and to this day... I mean, well, I still haven't been able to beat it because back in the day, my younger brain was like, 
Well, you know, this is all confusing. I give up, I quit, and then <laughs> I start over. Still no luck. And, you know, now that I'm 23, I know a little bit more. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm going to hit the um, forums on this one on the internet on how to beat this, how to maneuver around some of the stuff. And, you you know, I still haven't beat it, I will say, and I'm referring to Banjo Tui here, but um, hopefully one day I will be able to beat the game. But it, it's a heck of a. Those two game series are so much fun. They are, and I never finished Banjo Kazooie because just like you, my young brain, I, it was confusing, and quite frankly, honestly, I got bored of the game. But it's sad because you know I I did I would I, I was always able to finish Super Mario 64. The Legend of Zelda, because those adventure games, when you jump into these worlds, you collect stuff and things like that, I love those kinds of games. It keeps you busy. But, you know, and I think, you know, from what I understand, Banjo-Kazooie and Tui, they do have remastered versions on the Xbox, because I remember in 2008, they released one for the 360, but I think by now, for the Xbox One, they got fully remastered for Banjo-Tooie and Kazooie. I'll have to double-check when we're finished, but, yeah, at first I was surprised, why is it on Microsoft? But then I remember the company that originally developed uh, both games, Rare. I don't think it's I don't think it's in business anymore. Well, it's yeah, actually, I think Mike well, brought it out. Actually, no, it is. Uh, okay, it, it's now okay. It's the, the parent. Their parent company is Xbox Game Studios, and that happened in 2002. So they are still there, but I guess now they're controlled by Xbox, which means they got to be controlled by Microsoft. Because I mean, remember, Microsoft Xbox. So yeah, it, it makes sense now. Now it does make sense. Yeah, I mean. It, it, yeah, it's really fun yeah, having a piece of your childhood um, on the Xbox when you were used to play it on the N64. It was just great for me. Yeah, And I still play it occasionally when I'm very, very, very bored. <laughs> yeah, you know, I definitely plan on uh, you know, once my shows get better and the, 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 the revenue gets better and, you know, the, I, I say comfortable living... I will definitely invest in some old school gaming. I mean, I plan on getting the Switch, the the PS. I mean, I still have my PS4. I, I probably won't even bother transferring my data because you know what? I'll just play newer games. It's fine. So yeah, because that's what I'd like to spend most of my time. Because I love video games, and I tell you, as a kid, my parents hated me playing video games all the time. And to this day, I still tell them, you know what? You had no right to force me to do what you wanted and not me. So. Yeah, so you know what, and that's not true. When they, when my parents say all I did was video games, you know that's just a stupid. That's one of the stupidest lies ever. As I was reading books, I was learning on the internet, I was doing my own things. I just didn't want to do what they wanted. That that that's the truth. But, but going back, so with Banjo Kazooie, that game originally came to me at at the urgent at the under the advice of a friend who was a huge fan of the of these adventure games. So. So I played it, uh, got pretty far, but, you know, grew bored and grew frustrated because I couldn't get past these certain things. You know, I was young, so my one of my biggest problems was just I was never really the dialogue, <laughs> you know, all the way. I was just kind of skipping through because I felt that it didn't matter. But now you realize you got to read what these characters say to understand what the heck's going to go, what the heck's going to happen. Uh, yeah, that's true. I, I mean, yeah, let's just start off here, Banjo-Kazooie. Banjo-Kazooie is a lot more complex than Banjo-Tooie. Banjo-Kazooie really? is before Banjo-Tooie. 
And really? I did not know that. I thought it was a sequel. Well, technically it's a sequel, but I thought the events were after. No, it. it's after. It's after. Because if you look at Banjo-Kazooie, you start off in Spiral Mountains, this happy, joyful place with the vegetables bouncing up and down and Banjo's house is intact. And, and then the whole story takes place in... I'm going to say this. I'm going to try to say this correctly. Gruntilda the Witch's Lair. <laughs> yeah, hopefully I said that correctly because I still haven't been able to figure out what uh, how to properly say it to this day. But anyways. I, I just say the witch because she's a uh, witch. So. Yeah, the witch. She's alive and she's in her lair at the top of Spiral Mountain. You have to climb that circular tower across the bridge to get to her lair and all the levels take place inside of her huge castle inside that lair and that's basically where you play the game and it was funny because you're trying to defeat the witch who kidnapped banjo's sister Tui, i believe or tootie i think it was yeah Tootie. correct yeah correct yeah, so trying to um, save Banjo's sister. And I didn't beat this game. It was too complex. From, but from what I've seen, um, after, I mean, afterwards, I assume, based off Banjo-Tooie, the next game where Spiral Mountain becomes this dark, desolate place, Banjo's house is destroyed, the, there's no uh, sign of wildlife whatsoever, and Gruntilda's lair up on the top of Spiral Mountain is destroyed too, and it, it ends up this is another part of the game, and that's why I love Banjo Tooie so much because it's more straightforward and simple. Banjo Kazooie is a little bit more confusing in my opinion, but um, that's sort of immediately after what happens after the ending of Banjo-Kazooie. That's very interesting. Uh, and, I, and I just actually confirmed, yeah, Banjo-Tooie is actually two years after the events of, of Banjo-Kazooie. Because I remember in Banjo... Because I, I, did, I, I did look at the stream... I did walk through on YouTube. You know how YouTube is full of game walkthroughs and streams? That's yep. how I... So yeah, that's how I know what happened at the end of Banjo-Kazooie. I mean, we've all done it, and that's what helped me really have the urge of going back to playing the game and this time finishing it. And I do plan on doing that, but yeah, so if I remember correct, like you beat her and then I guess she gets locked up behind a giant rock, I think. And then, of course, when a bad guy's defeated, they all, what they do is they swear revenge. And, you know, of course, there's going to be another game, but that, that's how it goes. But, you know, I, I always found it interesting, like, you know, you, you collect stuff like in Super Mario, you would collect coins and stars. And in this, and in Banjo-Kazooie, you collect uh, musical notes. You can collect these red feathers, these blue eggs, which you can use to fly or, you know, shoot at enemies and things like that. And, you know, like Super Mario 64, you go into the lair, there's a bunch of worlds. And I remember the the worlds, I remember a few of them from Kazooie. Kazooie cause remember, the only time I played Banjo 2 was that multiplayer thing with that bird. You know, you're holding the bird and you're kind of, it's, it's kind of like a 007. Oh, yeah, the shot. Yeah, that mini yeah. game where you yeah. were Banjo cocks kazooie like a shotgun like a shotgun yeah eggs oh man that's I'm telling you, that idea had to be it had to be inspired from the 007 goldeneye multiplayer concept 
I'm pretty sure. It, I wouldn't sure be surprised. Yeah. I haven't played much Goldeneye, but out of my time playing Goldeneye on the 64, I wouldn't be surprised. But anyway, so uh, I remember a few of the worlds in uh, in Banjo Kazooie. I know the first one is Mumbo's Mountain, which is super easy. That's that's the way it's supposed to go. It gets easy, but it gets diff it starts out easy, but it gets tougher. And then there's a world where like it's like a beach world. I think it's called Treasure Treasure Cove or something like that. But the one I remember, the, the two ones I remember the most is there's one that you're in a sewer. There's a giant robot fish. It's called Clanker's Cavern. I even remember the music of that because I listen to it every now and then. But there's also a, a, a level or a world that's like, like in Egypt. It's like a fictional part of Egypt, but it's, it's like there's that Sphinx and everything. So, mm -hmm. yeah, there's like a you fight these mummies and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, it really did. I think one of them also there was like a Mad Monster Mansion. I remember the music in that one too. So, yeah, you know, the soundtracks from these games, man, they, they, they were just absolutely amazing. Oh, yeah, the soundtracks too, they get stuck in your head. A lot. Especially the Zelda ones. <laughs> Man. So, so that's what I remember the most about Banjo-Kazooie. It's the adventures. I mean, it started off easy and everything. You, 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 gotta, you gotta collect, you, like I said about these things you collect. You collect musical notes. You collect, you, you, the, but the main thing you have to collect is these puzzle pieces. Because remember, you have to unlock these worlds. You, there's, it, it, excuse yeah. me, excuse me. They're not puzzle pieces. They're jigsaw. They're, not jigsaw. They're, they're jigsaw pieces. Is that it? No, they're called jiggy. Jiggy. <laughs> oh my god! How dare it, I? Right. I want you. I want you to YouTube a um, banjo tui tutorial after this, and I want you to see their reaction when a jiggy comes. When they get a jiggy, because that music is classic. It, it is. Like, yeah. It's like it's like something royal, like you found it or something like that. It's. It's like in Super Mario, you know Super Mario, that that victory uh, melody that that plays. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of something. I mean, I'm sure the idea for creating their music had to come from that. I mean, ideas inspire others. But yeah, jiggies. <laughs> you, and you, and again, you know, to unlock these certain worlds, you have to go to a room where there's like a, an art. You got you have to fill it. You have to like put the missing pieces, and that's really what just built the frustration and the confusement, confusing and everything. So I mean, it, it's now. But at the end, now that as an adult. You think of it, man, the fact that it was difficult makes it fun because when you grow up and the games are too easy and there's no challenge, you hate it. You're miserable. And it, it's still pretty challenging because yeah. if you don't do stuff in a specific exact order, there's a chance you get stuck and you can't get out of it, you know? Yeah, exactly. So in my case, I if I because I know it was Super Mario 64 – was briefly on the Nintendo Switch eShop. I think you can still buy it, but you have to go to a local retailer. So that means that I have to go old school. I gotta go to GameStop, which means I'm very unlikely to find a brand new copy, which really absolutely stinks. But you know what? If I can go to those uh, those stores with the old with the old school gaming, I'm sure they, they they have to hold the copies there, and I'm sure they'll have even better ones. But see, I don't buy physical copies anymore because discs get easily damaged. You, you put the cases, they collect dust. So you know, I, I yeah. just on my PS4. 99% of my games, I bought them on the market and downloaded them. But, you know, the difficult part is you have to buy more hard drives because, you know, they take up so much space. Yeah, but, absolutely. And, but, you know, it's funny. The game itself takes space, but, you know, your accomplishments everything take absolutely nothing. So, yeah, and it's just, you, so you can take the game itself out of this, out of your hard drive, but your accomplishments are still there. So I thought that, so I think that's pretty good. I'm sure the Switch and this Xbox are the exact same way, but 
But when I go back and play, I'm gonna do one world at a time. Like I'm not gonna move on to the next one until I finished everything from that particular. World. That's what I've realized too. It really helps if you stay in that world until you're completely done. And I'm not sure if this is the same for Kazooie, but I know in Tui there are some worlds that connect. Yeah, through I heard back. That, yeah. And I remember, like in Banjo Tooie, you can turn into a T-Rex. I heard about that, but I never saw it. But I know, well, in Banjo-Kazooie, there's one where you turn into a walrus. There's one where you turn into a... The first world, you turn into a little little ant. I remember that. And I remember in one of the worlds in Kazooie, you turn into a walrus. There's a walrus holding a jiggy. And when you're Banjo, yeah, that walrus doesn't like you. So you got to turn into a walrus, and then you get that, that free jiggy that he's holding. But but yeah, but keep in mind, in Kazooie, I don't know if it's the same thing in Tooie, because there's doors in the world. You need notes to unlock that door. So... No, uh, no, so Kazooie, yes, it had the notes, um, that, yeah, it was the notes, not the jiggies. The notes unlocked the doors. Okay. Where, um, where it said how many notes you need, it unlocks the next section, and the worlds, too. So, if you didn't have enough, then you weren't going to be able to open it. Like, uh, there, there are slight, very, very slight differences between the two games. So, like, you see it in Tui, it doesn't happen like that. But in Kazooie, there are notes. And you yeah. open up the door, then you can move on to the next level. You just have to find the correct set of notes. The correct amount of notes. You just have to go around the world and collect all the notes. And what was cool about Banjo-Kazooie, there was a counter, if I remember correctly, in the top left corner that said how many Jinjos you need to collect, how many notes, and how many Jiggies. And along with... um. Other stuff too, but I forget. Um, oh, there's the these the golden things. I oh, oh, oh the, the these colored creatures that you would collect. Uh, what were they called? Like, the gingers. The gin. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Every, every time you would touch them, they would fly around you. Then one of them would say, uh -huh. "Yeah." Uh huh. <laughs> yep. Oh. And, and those those uh, guy named Bottles, uh, the dude with the goggles who would teach you uh -huh. moves. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. Man. Yeah. Well, yeah, some of that just completely changes from Kazooie to Tui, which is crazy, and I'm sure we'll touch on that in a moment. But, I mean, um, um, there was also the Shaman, Mumbo, and his role changes from Kazooie to Tui as well. And um, Mumbo in Kazooie, you would collect his um, silver Mumbo pieces, bring them to him and he turns you into a different character creature so you can do something that your original character can't really do I remember, and then yeah. you would all in to achieve what what is most likely getting a jiggy yeah i remember i remember and every time you would collect uh, that thing you would hear uh, mumbo's gibberish mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah and i remember every time you you would enter his hut like <laughs> you enter and he's like sleeping when you get closer he wakes up and, and then just looks at you but ignores you or doesn't do anything. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I, I'm trying to figure it out. I mean, you know, look, all these things you collect. I mean, there's just so – I mean, that game just gave you gave you everything. I mean, the concept of those adventure games back on the N64 just really told you something. And, you know, learning how to do these particular moves and 
and all, all these mini games as well. I, I think each level kind of had these mini little missions you had to do, but you had to do them in order to collect the jiggies. So correct. I remember this, there was this, there was the sand the sandcastle and the treasure cove uh, mission. Uh, the sandcastle was actually pretty interesting, and then. Then I figured, so the only thing you have to fight after that is just a crab that's like behind a cell, and then that's it. But it, but I remember like it, it it takes like you have to hit it like five times in order to beat it, and it was quick too. It wasn't just a crab. I mean, it was pretty quick. I I can't recall which level um which segment you're talking about, but I do believe that was in Gobi's Valley. No, I no, it's the sand the sand castle was actually in the beach level. It's like you need to. A like, treasure, was, yes, treasure trove cove. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that one was actually pretty fun. It was based on, excuse me, based on like a, uh, like a pirate ship cove sort of. Yeah, a, a lot of cool stuff in there too. Oh yeah, and I remember there's a hippo in that level who's a pirate, and he tells you how his ship crashed, and he asks you yep. to find him, find him his treasure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he's actually walking around crying. I used to think as a kid that he was coughing, but I, I had no idea that he was crying. Yeah, he was crying, then you have to, like, get his treasure out of the bottom, and then he goes free and gives you a jiggy because of it. I think he, he, he confesses that he can't swim or that he has a fear he has a fear of swimming or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he couldn't swim. Yeah. He couldn't swim. <laughs> All these stuff like that. I mean, the uh, uh, memories are coming back, and... So they're just it, rushing back, Alex. They're it, it, literally just rushing back. Yeah, and I remember, you know, how ironic it is. The main world, you know, the final one is called Click Clock Wood, just like in Majora's Mask. You know, you fight the final bet. You the final battle of Majora's Mask is in that clock tower in the clock town. Yeah, it's got to have the word clock in the final level. I mean, the time and, time is running out, right? I guess that's why they got to put the word clock. Yeah, yeah, and then after that, you have the um. Last two uh, sections, the lair and the furnace, and then the final battle. Mm -hmm. I've never got there. Hopefully one day I can when I have more free time. Yeah. You know, and I'm looking at the, the worlds in, from Banjo-Tooie, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it's kind of like different. I mean, there's one, there's a mine, and then there's like a carnival or something like that. The uh, Okay, so in order, because I know Banjo-Tooie more than Banjo-Kazooie, but I can tell you some of the differences. Mayhem. Go ahead. Okay, Mayhem Temple number one. That is the first level in Banjo Tooie. It's based in an ancient temple sort of setting. Then you have Glitter Gulch Mine. That's based underground in a mine setting. That's pretty fun. Witchy World, a um, amusement park. Jolly Rogers Lagoon, my favorite because you. You have Mumbo turn the water into safe breathing water, so you can go underwater into Atlantis without like losing your breath or anything. And that's only in this that world. That that's my absolute favorite. I still remember the tune. I still remember um, how that tune goes when you enter Jolly Rogers Lagoon as well. Then after that, the prehistoric pterodactyl land. The with dinosaurs um you can actually become a dinosaur in that game to the um industrial factory of grunty industries then after that the split world fire and ice called hailfire peaks half fire half ice the worlds are um kind of identical i mean one side's ice one side's fire and they both like interconnect in the same world then you can shoot up into the clouds 
into Cloud Cuckoo Land. That's all above uh, above the world. Like it's a world above the world. Then after that, the final level, Cauldron Keep. That's when you can. Uh, that's when you face the final boss, which is um, Grunty uh, Gruntilda's um, skeleton, which I would imagine would. Uh, when I was a little kid, I thought it was her ghost, and I, I think she came back to life, and it was just her skeleton trying to rule over whatever. So those are the worlds in order for Banjo Tooie. Very interesting. I mean, definitely different worlds that you that you see in uh. In, and it's in all Kazooie. spread out. It's all spread out. I did forget to mention there are two um, hub worlds. Spiral Mountain, which is um, desolate at the time, destroyed because of what happened in Banjo-Kazooie. And then the New World, Isle of Hags. That is the New World, and that's where all the Jinjos live. That we didn't, that wasn't in Banjo-Kazooie. All the Jinjos got displaced out of all the levels I listed earlier, and you have to find the Jinjos and then the houses, all the Jinjo houses are around Isle of Hags. And that's how you reunite the Jinjo family. If you reunite a Jinjo family, you get a Jiggy for that as well. Interesting. Like, just like you would like in, in Kazooie as well. Uh-huh. Yeah, you have to, I think there's like, five, there's like five of them. There's a red, there's a blue, a purple, a green, and a yellow. Um... Yes, I yeah, I believe those are the colors. There might be one. I think there's like a silver and a black one too. I I, I forget the rest of them though. Yeah, I mean, like I said, these games—the fact that there's so much for them—it's hard to remember everything. I mean, I had to get some notes, you know, to remember. Like, and now I'm looking at these. I remember that now, and yeah, I, I remember the notes. You know, Clanker's Cavern. I mean, I was like, it just confirms. Yeah, that's the one with that giant robot. It that giant robot fish and. You actually speak to it briefly. It's like trapped or something like that. You have to go swim at the bottom and like unlock the key to set it free or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and I remember that there's these like bunch of pipes and you know things like I mean there's these little things in the wall that if you get too close that giant monster comes out and tries to bite you and you have to like wait for it to come out first and then hit it so you can beat it and then it it falls off flies flies out of the window. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Um. And what was I going to say as well? I believe Wooded Hollow, if I remember. Uh, yeah, this is where I'm sort of um, blanking here. But I believe it's in Wooded Hollow where you have the Jiggy Master. He's called the Jiggy Master. This is another difference between Kazooie and Tui. The Jiggy Master... You collect um, your puzzle pieces, the Jiggies. Then you go to the Jiggy Master. In order to unlock the next level, you have to solve a puzzle with those given Jigsaw pieces. Once you do, um, there's a thing, there's a beam of light that goes out on the very top of the temple where you go in and do the jigsaw puzzle. And then it takes you to where that world opens up, shoots the beam at the door wherever, and opens up the world. And it just has this nice 
dramatic music to go along with that. So that's another difference I wanted to point out between Kazooie and Tui as well. Absolutely. You know, I think we've basically spoke everything there is to speak about those two. And and, and before uh, I ask, uh, we'll go uh, close it out, you know, they actually made it. They actually did make another game. I believe, like, it was for the 360, but it, and it came out in... Al, it, it is not worth our time covering nuts, that. Yeah, because. nuts and bolts, because I played it only one day, and I was immediately bored of it. Because I was, I was going to ask, like, game, how, how long did you last? It was on a discount, and it was the worst purchase of my life. I mean, I'll be honest. The artwork for the game actually looks pretty cool, because it's got, you know, you can see Banjo a little bit more, you know, buffed, and, you know, it's with these newer graphics. I mean, you know, when I... You know, I was like... You know, the fact that they waited eight years, to, you know, to, to start a new one, I was like, huh, I mean, the game is basically away from people's minds, but it was always in the mind of the classic gamers, but I think one of the newer things is you can actually build design custom vehicles. I thought that I thought that actually caught my attention, but mm -hmm. I'll tell you, there, there was nothing about the game. I mean, all I remember from the game is that Banjo is, like, out, is like completely out of shape in the beginning. That, that's all I remember, but I, but I, I, I like never did anything because, like you said, it's not worth it. I, I immediately got bored of it, even though, so, according to this, at least four hundred thousand copies were sold within nine months. Wow. Yeah, it goes to show you how popular those first two games were. That's in my opinion there, and um, I mean, yeah, I, I mean that. I mean, I wanted that game too when it came out. I finally got it years and years later, and I just didn't live up to the hype. It's a shame. I mean, they finally make a re they finally got a new game, and like you said, not even worth talking about because there's nothing about it to talk to. That's worth it. That's worth the time. Uh huh. N nuts, nuts and bolts. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, the fact that they actually added something to the name. I mean, there's just banjo kazooie and banjo two. So then they call it banjo kazooie nuts and bolts. I was like, huh? They added they added something to the name. That's got to mean something, but meant, meant absolutely nothing. Yeah, I, I mean, and and another thing I forgot to point out between Tui and Kazooie, um, from Kazooie to Tui, the Shaman Mumbo performs tasks as well to help you throughout the level as well. And there is an added Indian in uh, Tui called Wumba, Wumba's Wigwam, where you can, where that takes the place of Mumbo in Banjo-Kazooie, where you bring Wumba a uh, creature, a pink creature, throw it in her tent, her teepee, into a pool of pink, and then once you do that, it, it creates a spell, and you can turn into something different to help you along the way, al along the levels as well. But I mean, there's just so much to dive into these games, which I, I mean, which is really great. You invited me on to talk about these, but I mean, th this show would be three hours long if we unpacked the whole show. But yeah, yeah just my suggestion: play these games because it's tons of adventure fun. I mean, I want to. I mean, I want to go back and play these remastered versions of Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Super Mario 64. I mean, I want to go back to the old classic games. I, I tell you, the games they make today are nothing in comparison to what how popular games were back then. I'm telling you, gaming has not gotten better in the last 20 years. If anything, it, after the GameCube, after the original Xbox, after that, things just started to go down. I mean, the 360... I mean, the, the newer systems are fine, but the games they create are just... There's not enough of them out there. I mean, 
I, I would probably say the best series of games, you know, that that's come out on, on these newer systems is probably Call of Duty, although the Call of Duty series really went down. I mean, I think the Ar the Batman Arkham series is probably my favorite. But the bottom line is, I mean, I don't even remember a Batman game on the N64. I know there's a Superman one, but I'm told it's one of the most awful games ever. I just remember, do you, do you remember that game? It has Superman on the, on the cover, it has Superman doing his shirt rip and things like that. No, I, I don't recall seeing a game yeah, like every, that. Every gamer I've spoken who's played it says it's just one of the worst games ever, but... But yeah, I mean, Banjo-Kazooie versus Banjo-2. I mean, you gave your answer which one's better, and you said 2 and you gave it all the reasons why, yeah. For me, I I can't give an answer. I never... Okay, well, I did play 2 but like I said, I only played the multiplayer, that thing like we talked about. I never played the campaign, so... I don't have a, an objective opinion about it. I mean, I saw the, I saw the walkthroughs on YouTube, but, but that doesn't count. You have to play them. You have to experience it for yourself in order to have the objective opinion. And since I don't have one, I don't have... I, I, I can't say that. That's why, you know, either way, even if I did, I, I would still invite you on the show. But that's why, for this episode, I can't do it without an expert. And you're the guy. <laughs> because you played both... I'm not, a, I'm not a video game expert by any stretch, but... If I know a game I like and I love, like I do Kazooie and Chewie, uh, there's stuff that I remember to this day about it that I won't forget. Absolutely. So, Josh, before we go, why don't you tell the folks where they can find you? Well, I do run a sports podcast. I don't run a video game podcast. Um, check out anything and everything related to the Kirby on Sports podcast at KirbyOnSports.com. All right. And I would strongly recommend everybody checking out the Kirby on Sports show. It's an absolutely amazing show. You can find me on Twitter at Bearman of Texas. My DM is open. If you have any ideas for this show or for my soccer show or for even my Cowboys show, I am open to any ideas. You can message me. Please follow me on my shows. The Bay of Texas podcast also now has an account on Instagram. I'm all over social media, folks. You cannot miss me. Josh, thank you so much for having me on, and I cannot wait to have you back on for any of my shows because you are welcome anytime, sir. Appreciate you, Alex. Thank you very much, everybody. Y'all have a good night. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.